Welcome to the Six Minute States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Helen Bowditch. And uh, we've had a one-day wonder of a February States meeting here today, haven't we? Yeah, my abiding memory of this States meeting was that it went on for a long time. And also, uh, uh, my favourite word of the day was pan-galactic. Yeah, it was used several times, wasn't it? (laughs) And this was uh, John Dyke, Deputy Don Dyke, talking about the pan-galactic consequences of... uh, Uh, for an individual of being wrongly accused of uh, sexual assault or rape yes and uh, so so it's a very serious subject and it it took up most of uh, the afternoon and uh, it was really quite a sort of complex issue for a lot of uh, speakers yeah it was it was a really complicated issue so eventually deputy carmierveld's amendment was lost by 24 votes to nine and the, the amendment i mean just to, to sort of put it try to put it as simply as i can it was looking at um the sort of uh, the factors around se- sexual consent and rape especially when alcohol uh is a is a factor and talking about sort of reversing almost the burden of proof and putting the uh the burden onto the defendant to say that you have to have uh proof of, 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 of sexual consent and it, yeah it's just a really a really contentious issue there were some really interesting speeches from from all, all sides of the debate and it's an interesting um, thing from a from a sort of states analyzing point of view because this wasn't a uh, policy letter this was you know it's all gone away and been drafted up into law this was the approval of the legislation it's quite unusual to get an amendment not not um, out of the question but you do occasionally get them um, to have an amendment at this sort of fairly late stage and it it was all revolving wasn't it then about about whether it can be said whether you can be said to have consented if you have imbibed a lot of alcohol uh, whether you've been whether it's because you've been spiked or because you've just got out and got drunk Mm -hmm. Um, if you're considered incapable of consenting then the burden as you say has to be on the defendant to prove that consent uh, was given yeah that's right that, that, that's it in a nutshell yes yeah, so so yeah and and that amendment was lost there was a lot of talk about victim blaming as well um so yeah interesting t- in, interesting subject but that new law will come into effect from the first of january so very very soon so what was the most interesting thing of the day did you think well i mean that? outside of that one um well i mean where, where did we start it was scrutiny management uh a, a committee gave their update and uh in that deputy yvonne burford the president said that uh, they're going to carry on live streaming the scrutiny management hearings which i, I thought was quite uh, an interesting thing apparently it costs about a thousand pounds more than it normally would because they're going to that trouble of streaming it they, they only did it because of covid and people not then not wanting people to turn up in person to watch mm. it um, apparently about 15 to 20 people apart from us sad people in the media <laughs> um actually turn up to watch these things generally but um they were having um well there's been some argument about how many um deputy haskins reckoned it was only 198 views on one of the videos that they put out which is obviously two hours long um and others were saying oh no it's more like 1500 i suppose it depends what metrics you trust really i, I suppose very few people are going to watch the entire two-hour run yeah but we're sad though because i find those public hearings really interesting and really useful because they're allowed to ask whatever difficult questions they want yeah. and the politicians can't really what well, they, they they might try to squirm out of it but it, it 
it looks very apparent. So yeah, it's, it's the sort of questions we used to get answers to as journalists, and increasingly we don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, because... exactly. So I, I, I welcome those <laughs> yeah. hearings. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. so that's that's um, a good thing, I think, probably for our democracy that that carries on for scrutiny. Um, and then, and the next uh, people they're going to be quizzing are uh, environment, uh, employment, and social security, and then environment and infrastructure. So that's on on scrutiny's plate yeah. coming up. And then um, states assembly and constitution. Committee. I listened into the states assembly and constitution committee's uh, update statement and actually we actually knew a lot of the things that were in their statement because we are allowed to go the media are allowed to sit in on their meetings so we sort of already know about their schedule of works and everything but i thought one thing what there was an interesting question from deputy steve fallis sort of saying do you think that other committees should maybe open up their meetings to the public by the way in the uk a lot of those meetings it's very normal for them they would be open to the public anyone could go in uh but deputy mirvel was quite reticent about that and you know maybe perhaps on a smaller island there can be issues of confidentiality commercial sensitive matters things like that so he didn't sound very convinced i don't think that's going to happen uh you know in the uh, near future that we're going to have that and then uh, we had question time and uh, two men got up and asked the questions. Deputy John Gollop asked about um, the new ferry of uh, Deputy Peter Fairbrush. Didn't really get anywhere with his questions on that. No new information no, there. Really. And then he also asked uh, Deputy Lindsay's summary about um, buses. And uh, from that we learned that um, the uh, department, uh, the Committee for Environment and Infrastructure have actually approached population management to see what they can do to help with uh, employment permits for drivers because they are skilled migrant workers coming over here and when they haven't got enough of them, as they haven't recently, uh, we end up with cancelled services. So they're trying to try and you know, solve that problem. I also spoke to her about uh, fares on buses going forward because, um, you know, they, are they going to keep in line with inflation or is there going to be some move in line with, you know, uh, ambitions towards COP26 to actually subsidise them further? Um, so we had a little chat about that. That'll be in the paper tomorrow. And then uh, Deputy Carabell had some uh, questions. Yes, yeah, so there was questions about mental health services and that revealed that there are um, 60 vacancies within the mental health services in Guernsey and he also had some questions about the, um, the gas discount scheme that was introduced last October he wanted to know if that would be extended beyond March the answer to that was no though because uh, it was felt that it would be inappropriate when uh, you know well hopefully we're not going to have the heating on in April but yeah <laughs> who knows oh, so, yeah so there's we a had a real sort of a potpourri of uh, issues in the morning as usual on the on those first mornings of uh, the states but we managed to wrap it all up in one day yeah well uh, spring is just around the corner and i uh, will so. be back with the six minute states uh when we meet again in the march meeting but for now uh, that's all from us